Welcome back to the Bankruptcy YouTube channel. I'm Bryce, and this is my We Happy Few review. For those of you who don't know what We Happy Few is, it's a game developed in 2018, so it's a few years old now by Compulsion Games. I actually played it right when it came out in 2018. I really enjoyed it, and with it coming out on Game Pass pretty recently, I decided to revisit it and replay it, and I wanted to do a review on it. So here we are. If you guys want to listen to this review, or I should say, read this review, available in written form on bankrupthippo.blogspot.com, or on my podcasting platforms, all of which I'll link down in the description below. Let's get right into the review. Happy Few delivers a fascinating alternate reality story that gives the audience an enjoyable front row seat into three characters as they struggle with their past and plan daring escapes. However, the joy of that overall experience is damaged by the unpolished, brooding environments and cumbersome gameplay. Be Happy Few is a fictional story centered around the stories of Arthur Hastings, a newspaper editor, Sally Boyle, a brilliant and quick-witted chemist, and Ollie Starkey, a former member of the British Army. Our gameplay takes us through the story of each of them as they try to escape Wellington Wells, which is a fictional English city our protagonists try to, to avoid succumbing to the ghosts of their past and the memory affecting drug created by the Wellington Wells government, dubbed Joy. Joy is the substance that citizens of Wellington Wells consume to forget their past. Without it, they're forced to remember, thus dimming their attitudes and demeanor. This leads to sobering feelings associated with remembrance until they eventually become a downer. Once that happens, the townsfolk or the bobbies are inclined to become hostile. And as the player, you must blend into this environment by nourishing your body with food, drink, and joy, or suffer the consequences as you execute your escape. We Happy Few thrives in its creative, well-paced storytelling tactics that are told through strong protagonists. Each of these characters begs interesting themes such as coping with the choices of regret, grief, and substance abuse. What storytelling is exceptional in this regard is the occasional flashback that graces the player as they progress through each story, giving a glimpse into what is ailing the protagonist as well as their journey of reflection. The exposure of these flashbacks is appropriately spaced without going too long in between, so that our curiosity is fulfilled consistency, but at the same time not revealing too much or too little information in each. The intrigue builds and makes for some solid payoff by the time you reach the conclusion of each playthrough. Although the flashbacks make for a strong storytelling mechanic, some are only revealed through exploration. As you explore Wellington Wells and the surrounding Garden District, you'll find floating golden masks that give additional context into the past of each protagonist. Although they serve as a reward for exploring the world, it leaves me wondering what story pieces I missed out on. Protagonists enhance gameplay and storytelling elements by possessing unique and diverse skills, all the while having different perspectives on similar, or even in some cases, the same situations. In terms of gameplay, Arthur provides a jack-of-all-trades experience by being a novice in both chemicals and crafting. Conversely, Sally is a brilliant chemist who prefers chemical means to combat her enemies. Although you're not able to wield heavier weapons, you are able to craft stronger chemicals to aid in your endeavors that Arthur and Ollie simply cannot. Lastly, look no further than Ollie to get a full brute force experience. Ollie can't craft any chemicals or use a chemistry set whatsoever, but he is a master at wielding and crafting weapons that Arthur and Sally couldn't otherwise. Basically, Ollie and Sally lean to either side of chemistry or the brute force of warfare, while Arthur's skills lie somewhere directly in the middle. The game lets you experience the best of each by the time your playthrough is complete. However, it comes at a price. Your gameplay is forced to conform to the strengths of each protagonist rather than the other way around. 
In terms of storytelling, the events of each character intertwine, and you gain an introduction to each of them through Arthur's eyes, as he's the first character you play through. However, some events told through Arthur's perspective may look and execute differently than Sally's playthrough, reminding us that there are two sides to every story. This allows us to draw our own conclusions concerning the morals, ethics, and values of each protagonist, which subtly puts us in control of the story. In short, the story is telling us to think rather than being told what to think. The side quests in We Happy Few prove to be unfruitful in terms of storytelling and skill building. Few side quests I completed supplemented the strong storytelling experience present in the main quests. The primary benefit to completing side quests included gaining skill points to bolster your skill tree. However, I found that most of the skills were of dismal benefit and did not provide a substantial difference in making the gameplay easier or more entertaining. The skills that provided the benefit were achievable through completing main quests. But having said that, if you want to quickly up your skill tree without progressing too far into the story, side quests are a suitable avenue to do so. Gameplay bugs are present in We Happy Few. These bugs are embodied in the world slowly rendering as you run through, character miles looking in the opposite direction while addressing you during cutscenes, or just disappearing. There were multiple occasions that affected my main story progress, but in one instance I was just able to restart my console and the bug was corrected. However, another stalled my main quest progress, which meant going back to the most recent save. These, nor any of the other bugs, cost a ton of time or confusion, and they didn't compromise my overall enjoyment or experience of the game. They were just there. The size of the map in We Happy Few was too large given the modes of transportation that are available to you. At the beginning stages of each playthrough, this can be cumbersome given that fast travel points, otherwise known as track access hatches, don't become available for some time or require you to do a sizable amount of exploring to unlock. This would not be an issue if the world present in We Happy Few was vibrant and interesting to explore. However, many parts of Wellington Wells from the Garden District all the way to Apple Home were left dormant, empty, and uninteresting. Gray color palettes, little if any sunlight, and lots of blank landscape occupied the majority of the map. The skills available in We Happy Few properly align to the strengths that the game reveals for each character, but I found them falling flat given that no were particularly useful. That is, unless, unless they detract from the negative impacts of the character's biological needs including hunger, thirst, joy withdrawal, and more as you go on. Sally Boyle's strengths aligned with chemical means, but the skills presented made little difference in my joy of playing through her journey. The skills would amplify Sally's resource or crafting abilities, versus herbal substances were really difficult to come by and required traveling hundreds of meters to the Garden District where I would cross my fingers and hope I could find that one additional lily bulb to craft a chemical concoction necessary to keep progressing through the story. It made the experience even more cumbersome rather than filling it with additional excitement. Survival element serves as an interruption in gameplay rather than an additive to the overall gameplay experience. Little time would pass before each character would require a drink of water, bite to eat, or a nap. Because of the, of the number of biological needs that required mitigation, these needs would come up often. And to make matters worse, satisfying those needs would not provide benefit to the character whatsoever. The only thing it would do was temporarily bring their stamina and fighting ability to full capacity, that is, until they need to fulfill their needs once more. The temporary benefit coupled with the volume of addressing those needs made the mechanic feel like a nagging pet that kept me from enjoying the strongest points of the game. If you were caught having to fulfill those needs with no food, 
water, or a bed to sleep in, you'd be finding yourself in a precarious position should angry wellies cross your path. It's hard to survive those situations if your character has little stamina to run away or fight back. So, I found myself using my skill points earned early on to eliminate the negative effects of biological needs to get that nagging pet feeling out of the way. Overall, We Happy Few is a game that has strong narrative storytelling elements that subtly puts the audience in control to draw their own conclusions about each protagonist. Flashbacks each character goes through supplement the experience by being appropriately paced and giving ample information that provide intrigue and motivated me to continue on with each protagonist's story all the way to their conclusions. However, the game's unpolished appearance, buggy gameplay, long travel times, and nagging biological factors retract from that experience and will likely deter most audiences from the game if the story does not hook them in early on. Despite the shoddy appearance and gameplay, the stories were strong enough for me to thoroughly enjoy my time with We Happy Few once more. As a fan of narrative and great storytelling within games, it drew me in early on and kept my interest throughout. However, if you dislike game bugs and are looking for entertaining gameplay, this probably isn't the game for you. Give it a shot if you have Game Pass or if you can find a good deal at a retailer. So ladies and gentlemen, that'll do it for this review of We Happy Few. Have you played the game yet? Whatever you thought of it, comment below and let me know. I've been Bryce, this has been the Bankrupt Hippo Channel, and until the next video, have a great day. Thank you.